Hi, I'm Stephanie Trithui and welcome to Motherland Australia, a podcast celebrating and connecting rural mums across the country. Each week, I'll bring you real and raw stories of motherhood told by women on the land. It's a wild roller coaster we're all on, so no matter where you live or what you do, we're in it together and you're not alone. So, what's it like to raise kids on the land? This is Motherland. Welcome back. This week, I catch up with single mum Cindy Lee from Western Australia. At 19, she was married and unexpectedly pregnant. At 22, she's single and raising her little boy Clancy alone. Cindy has overcome many motherhood demons, which made her believe that it was impossible to have a career as a woman in ag and raise a young child. Well, she's proved herself wrong and learned many lessons along the way. This is her story. Cindy, welcome to the show. Thanks for jumping on. Thanks for having me. No worries. Now, before we get stuck into your story, which I'm really excited to chat to you about your journey, tell us a bit about yourself. Tell us where you live, what you do, and who's in your family. So my name's Cindy Lee. I live in Donnybrook, Western Australia. I am a mum to a two-year-old and juggling work on a feedlot. It's just me and my son Clancy and a couple of calves in the family. <laughs> and so tell us a bit about your your work um, on the feedlot. What, what do you do there? So on the feedlot, I just um, um, a bit of everything at the minute, but Originally, I did, you know, the pen management and welfare of the cattle. And tell us a bit about your journey, I guess, with motherhood early on or tell us a bit about you were married. So tell us a bit about that and how old you were and, and I guess how motherhood came about. So go back about four and a half years, graduating high school. I was 18 and got my dream job in a feedlot, you know, as I said, doing pen management and animal welfare, a bit of everything, you know, paperwork, fencing, just jack of all trades, trades really. Um, and then getting married. <laughs> I was 20 when I got married. Oh, sorry, 19 when I got married. And then six months later, I fell pregnant. Um, it was a bit of a shock. It wasn't planned. You know, I had so many goals and I felt really disappointed. I got quite down about it because the four generations before me all had kids at 20 and I was always said I'd never that wouldn't be me anyway you know I work with cattle I'm in the yards and the stockwoman so I had to tell my boss the day after I took the pregnancy test so I remember walking up to the yards and thinking oh my god they're gonna kill me <laughs> and I just started getting good at my job too like I started knowing everything and you know getting got getting a bit of confidence in what I do and I remember walking up and we're in the yards about to have a big day and have some 100-day cattle so they are you know been in the yards a few times and I said to my boss I'm pregnant he's like oh like, really and I just started crying and I just I think I apologized <laughs> I was just in shock I think it was the first time I'd cry because I remember taking the test I was on my own my husband was FIFO I just felt nothing. Like I literally, I was just numb. I just couldn't even cry. I was just numb. And that's 
So the next day, you know, told my boss I was pregnant and I was expecting them to just say, look, we can't keep you on, like you you can't do your job. And I remember the words that they said to me kind of changed my perspective on motherhood and changed who I am as a person because they said, simply, mums can have a career too. You can still be you and, you know, be a mum, like you just make it work. And that's kind of just my motto. the last few years is that you just make it work um so then you know pregnant you know I still um I still did my job you know pulling sick cattle out and all that kind of thing and I just did it a bit differently you know I did it if an animal was you know looked at me funny I would wouldn't get in the yard you know you learn to read them um I had a couple of scares I had a couple of bleeds that I almost lost him when I was 12 weeks Um, My placenta started to pull away and the doctor told me, look, there's no bed rest is going to fix it. So you just do you. Mm. Um, I took it easy and then, you know, my placenta actually miraculously reattached and Clancy came out perfectly fine. But um, that was, (laughs) let's just say it was a good, fun experience. I remember I found out I was pregnant in April you know, winter, you wear the big jackets, you're in the rain all day and, you know, there'd be a truck driver every week and I remember springtime, the first hot day, you know, took my big jacket off and I remember the truck driver looking at me and be like, when did that happen? I was like, <laughs> six months ago? I mean, you've seen me every week, but I'm pretty sure, okay, that's fine. We'll just go with it <laughs> and just the look on their faces. Um, and they're like, should you be doing this? Um, I don't know. <laughs> And then, um, you know, all of a sudden I was 33 weeks pregnant. I stopped working and then had my little boy at 38 weeks. Um, That was an experience and a half. Everything went well. He came out perfectly healthy. Um, And then I actually, I was quite, (laughs) I was busy, but I was a little bit bored. I felt like I'd lost myself a bit because I'd been, you know, so career driven and I just needed, you know, mums need that break. You need to just step out and, you know, be you. Mm. So I went back to work at, after three months just helping with loadout once a week for a couple of hours and I picked up a certificate in beef management. Um, and then I went back to work after my year off um, part-time. Clancy went into daycare. Um, throughout this time, my husband was away. His swing was two and one. So we were, it was just us, you know, when he was away. Um, and then recently we have separated this this year. It's quite recent, but we're making it work. Um, and, yeah, Clancy's two now. And this year is also big news as I've won the, I'm a winner of the um, Haywire competition for 2021. So um, that's another big thing kind of happening. And, yeah, that's kind of where we're at. Wow, lots of of stuff to talk about with your journey Um, and quite a unique one, you know, 19 and pregnant for most of us. That is Mm -hmm. very young um, or it is very young. (laughs) Um, That's just a a fact. And some of, well, a lot of young mums, you know, they do plan it. There's a lot of rural mums that start families early in their early 20s and it's planned and Mm -hmm. that's fantastic. But something stuck with me from what you said at the beginning, you said 
you didn't want that to happen to you and that the four generations before you had had kids that young and you didn't want that to happen. So yeah. what about the four generations before you? What about that stuck with you enough that you, you know, felt like you didn't want that too? Um, well, they they were just mum. Like there's nothing wrong with just being a mum if that's what you want. But I had a passion, you know, my passion is agriculture. I wanted this life I wanted to be someone I wanted to work my way up and I felt like if I fell pregnant that it all had to stop I mean that's what you get told Mm. you know once you fell pregnant you're a mum that's it and I didn't I was scared and I just you know I wanted to live my life to the fullest and for some reason you know I don't know how it just got drilled in that you couldn't do both Mm. and um, it took for my boss to say you know simply you can be a mum and have a career like they do it my my boss Josie has three boys and she is just amazing such a great role model I can't I just look up to them so much and there's it's just amazing Hmm. but yeah I just was I think I was quite scared and I just I just really wanted to have a career like that's yeah I'm a bit of a um workaholic you can say yeah, no, that's but that's understandable. Just, you know, I wanted to make something of myself because, you know, the other, you know, my mum and they put everything to just focus on us kids and I'm so grateful for that but I also wished that they would have done something for them as well and I always said, you know, for my mental health I need to be more than just a mum, like I need to be Cindy <laughs> as well. No, it's very, very powerful, um, very powerful statements from you. And thank you for being so honest about that. Um, I've always said it doesn't matter what you want to do. If, if being a mum fulfills you and that's all you want to focus on, incredible. But you've just yeah. said everything that I've always talked about. It's about your own happiness and mental health. So in saying that, I'm sure when you took the pregnancy test, I imagine you were quite scared, as you said. What was your family's reaction? Um, they were quite I think it's not disappointed I well I thought they'd be disappointed and I thought they'd take it wrong but you know I was not that it matters but I was married so I think they were kind of expecting a, a little bit you know the possibility but they were quite disappointed because they knew how driven I was to you know have a career and they just were you know worried for me my mm-hmm. husband was excited as he was ready but um yeah do do you feel like do you feel like when you had Clancy and obviously he's only two but has motherhood matured you in some ways I didn't know you before kids of course so you might have always been mature and you sound and you speak so well but I'm just thinking back to when I was 19 and holy crap first of all no one would want to marry me that age and second of all there was no way I would be able to look after a child let alone myself um you know, I think it was probably not until my mid-20s that I kind of really grew into my own. So did motherhood throw you in the thick of it from a maturity perspective or is that something that you always had within you? Um, I've always been an old soul, really. Um, I was quite immature in the fact that, you know, just out of high school, I <laughs> remember the amount of times I cried. Like, I'm just a crier. It just happens. It's frustrated. I cry. Sad. I cry. Um, I struggled a lot with myself and a lot of confidence like I was quite a quiet chilled person like not well chilled no but 
I think being a mother has just given me this confidence and strength that I never knew I had. And I think, you know, that happens when you're a mum is you just become this lioness, I guess. (laughs) You just, you know, mama bear mode. Mm. But I don't know. It's just I think it's changed me for the better. And, um, yeah, I, I, I really love where I'm at now and I don't think I would change you know, even though I was so young, I would never change it because it has made me who I am. Mm. And so tell us about the first couple of years of motherhood after you had Clancy and what was that transition like? Um, the first few months were really, really hard before I started work. Like I it was at home all the time. Um, you know, you just stuck, I guess. He was a really good kid, so that made it really easy, but it's still you know, the sleep deprivation and just I was from going full-time work to at home all the time, just we lived in a unit at the time until we built our house and we moved into this house when he was six months old. So um, I don't know, I just, it was really, really tough because mentally I need to keep active and busy otherwise my brain like a lot of people's you know it just keeps overdrive 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 and that's when you start to get depressed and I noticed that quite early and I said look like if you've got chance you know even for a few hours and I guess that's why I'm so lucky is that my bosses are so flexible and the team is so supportive of me um so yeah it's just um it is mentally now I'm in a really good balance at the minute this you know two days a week work and the rest of the week you know Clancy and I have our mummy and Clancy dates you know we're just in this routine and I think that really helps us we just you know we're getting by and we have some calves now so we go out every day and feed them and it's just um before I had the calves you know I was getting into a point where I'm struggling to get out of bed every morning because it was I was just like floating, as you would say. And then, you know, we started having these calves that we'd get up, feed the calves, come back, have breakfast. And Clancy loves it. He loves the tractors. He loves the, you know, me being able to share that with him is so special because it's something I love. And then, you know, it's just something I'm just, yeah, really happy to be able to have that and I'm in a good place finally Hmm. and tell me obviously this is completely personal to you so feel free to tell me to bugger off you don't have to talk about any of this but I mean obviously (laughs) obviously you didn't go into motherhood thinking you would do it alone eventually um as you said you you were married and recently separated um that I'm assuming um that you know, a bit gut-wrenching to have that not work out, um, especially so early on and you being so young. What impact has that had on you? Um, I Just to say it's been quite difficult. Um, I mean, no one could stop me working, but it was never supportive of me working with the cattle and having the career in agriculture. I mean, I guess it was a worried thing from his perspective, but... Um, that affected our relationship quite a lot and him being away, FIFO and Mm. a lot of things, um, you know, it wasn't an overnight decision and it was my decision and I take full responsibility for, you know, I just think that 
mentally um, it had to happen, you know. So I struggled in the build-up to making the decision. I was having a lot of anxiety and I just, um, we tried to make it work. We tried, you know, counselling and everything like that and it just didn't, didn't do anything. So we're on good terms and we're going to try co-parent as best as we can. Mm. Um, but for me, as a mum, I firmly believe that, you know, if you're not happy, then how can the rest of your family be happy? Or, you know, me being a happy mum will make, make me the best mum I can be to my son. So, mm. yeah, and I think that's very important. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, looking to the future, I, I again, you've, I'm assuming, I'm making a lot of assumptions here, but a little bit daunting going into to motherhood or, you know, starting motherhood with a partner and now facing it alone. Is that something that you've, you know, thought about, worried um, about, the challenges of that? I did worry about it, but then someone told me, you've been doing it on your own the last two years anyway with him being FIFO. So... <laughs> I don't think anything's really changed, which mm. is benefiting me. But um, it's still, you know, I worry mostly about um, my son and you just have that mum guilt. I think mum guilt's a killer. But um, I think, yeah, I'm just backing myself at the minute that I've made the right decision for me. Mm. So, yeah. Absolutely. and Definitely sp- going to be a challenge. Yeah, no, in a way, but you're yeah. right. There are probably a lot of rural mums listening who are married or have partners who are in happy relationships who still sometimes feel like single mums. Um, can't yeah. can't compare to uh, you know real single mums, but I can kind of understand that the life yeah. you had together, you know, he wasn't around a lot, so that probably, in a way, or sadly, kind of prepared you for life without him. Yeah. Um, and and so what exactly. what's what's next for you? You mentioned like you found a great balance with with work and with Clancy as well. So yeah, you you come across as obviously very you know hardworking and ambitious. And and so what are your your hopes and dreams? As corny as that sounds. Um, well, at the minute um, with winning Haywire, um, we're going through. And so if you go on to the ABC website, the Haywire winner, you can read my story there. Um, but my next step at the minute, I'm planning a um, or trying to get in motion an event that showcases, um, well, empowers women in agriculture. So just from girls that are, you know, coming out of uni or women in general to women that husband like have farms and they want to get their hands more on and you know just showcase the career opportunities in agriculture from you know from the soil nutrition to you know breeding and all that kind of stuff and I want to really promote that there is agriculture is a great industry where it's flexible and you can grow you know from being stock woman to you know having to fall pregnant and then doing more of the paperwork side and then eventually working your way up to admin you know as a mum, it's just one of those jobs that is flexible around women and how women grow. So, you know, from coming out of school to getting married and then the possibility of having children and then thinking, oh, no, like I have to stop when, you know, there is just possibilities, endless possibilities for women in agriculture and just promoting that they can do it and to give them the confidence that, you know, just give it a go. There's so many 
places that, you know, someone might be passionate in. At the moment, I, um, I'm really just wanting to, so I'm putting together that at the minute. So trying to get that organized and, um, you know, the details and stuff I'm getting at the minute. But in the, eventually I'd love to set up workshops or two day events that, you know, showcase from paddock to plate to say, you know, following a, a cow and calf and then going into the feedlot and then going to the abattoirs and just all the steps in between. And then because we are parents first, we are mothers first and we are training or not training, we are informing the next generation on where our food comes from. And it's just so important that we, you know, keep that going and so that we all understand and so the next generation can tell their kids and it just, without agriculture, you know, the world will just, stop like we are keeping everyone going whether it be the beef or the grains anything you know crop so I'm just yeah I have a a lot of things ticking around in my head at the minute sure sounds like it <laughs> yeah, it's happening. Oh, it's exciting to hear your passion for the industry we need I suppose, you know, more and more young women in ag as advocates, you know, which is what you're, you know, so focused yeah. on, which is fantastic. And and to your point, being a mum I think is so important too because it just sets sets you up as, mm-hmm. as a role model that other young mums listening, whether they had children at 19 or 29, it doesn't matter, but to, to see that, you know, life yeah. doesn't stop and you can still have an active role in the agriculture industry while raising kids, even while raising them alone. So I think that's that's exactly. really, yeah, very powerful. Thank you. Yeah, so it's just I know a lot of young mums that feel like they they can't have it all and you really, if you put your mind to it, you can, you can be or do whatever you, if you're passionate enough about it, you know, you can do anything. You just... The only person that's stopping you is you. Hmm. And I just strongly believe in that. And I know a lot of people don't get the opportunities and that's where I also want to go to employers, you know, just because we're young women and, yes, we might feel pregnant, you know, it doesn't mean that we're useless. You know, it's just them being flexible like my employers have been to me, like they're just like a big family. Like I remember the day that I took, the day before I took the pregnancy test, I've never been a yeller, you know, I've never argued with colleagues or anything like that I remember I yelled at one of my team members and I was like oh that was really rude like that was strange (laughs) and then I was like oh crap maybe you go take a pregnancy test (laughs) and that's kind of the story that he kind of we joke about because that's how I realized that I was pregnant because I yelled at someone back so (laughs) I um it was just um and just I was at the time I mean, um, there was females in the admin, but I was the only, um, I was the first girl that they've employed on the field. And being 18, scared, had no experience, you can imagine the days that I would have had. Like, I remember if a, I was useless in the yards, <laughs> I could just say that. And I'm lucky that I've actually got a bit of confidence. I remember... You know, I had no confidence and then my pregnancy hormones kicked in and I remember the confidence I had and then everyone was a bit, you know, intimidated like, oh, my gosh, hormones. (laughs) And them having to say, calm down, you can't get in the yards and, um, 
you can imagine the emotions in the cattle yards already and then add hormones you can just you can just picture <laughs> yeah you can imagine that oh god and um i remember the the looks that they gave me like she's insane <laughs> but i'm like well that's just the joys of it i guess yeah. everyone that's worked in yards knows exactly what i'm talking about absolutely and um and so speaking of you know yards and working with cattle how do you see your job you know panning out in the coming years and while juggling clancy and how hands-on do you want to to be with all the cattle staff or yeah tell us about those sort of plans um well i'm i'm really hands-on with the cattle at the minute i'm um i'm in the yards i'm, do, I'm the stock woman i do everything but if an animal if the cattle are a bit you know from stations or a bit i'm just careful i read them i just you know i don't put myself in any position that i could get hurt let's mm. just say that you know because there is that anxiety that Someone depends on me now. Hmm. Someone, you know, if if I go or something happens to me, who's going to look after him? So hmm. it's just having that, um, I guess, telling and them, my, you know, my bosses and other co-workers, they know, you know, the stakes. So, you know, they don't get grumpy if I say, look, that one's, that one's a killer. I'm not getting in there. <laughs> And so I suppose, you know, this is a quite a personal question, but having had a couple of years of motherhood behind you, um, is that something that you would love to have another opportunity at and, and have more children in the future? Definitely in the future. I'd like to, you know, I've got quite a few things planned first, but I'd love to have more more children one day if I find someone. There's a little Clancy in the background. Sorry, he's just woken up for his nap. That's okay. It's well, just well woken timed. up for his nap. Well timed, Clancy, because um, yeah, I've absolutely <laughs> loved love chatting to you. You've got so much, yeah, so much passion, and you're wise beyond your years. I feel so. Thank you so much for for sharing your amazing story with us, and look forward to seeing what the future holds. Well, thank you so much for having me on. It was lovely meeting you. You too. And, yeah, we'll um, yeah, keep chatting and can't wait to see what's next. But thank you, a real inspiration um, for mums out there. So thank you so much, Cindy. Thank you. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you're interested in sponsoring a Motherland episode, please head to the contact section at motherlandaustralia.com.au. You can also nominate a rural mum for the podcast through the website. And finally, if you've got a minute, I'd love it if you could leave a rating and review to help more rural mums discover the podcast. Catch you next week.